I feel like there it is. Here we go. We're on. Johnny nice. Cat. Hey, just the boys hanging out tonight. Uh, M456 podcast. If you're watching us on video, guys, um, it's May 10th, 2023. And uh, we've been on the road together, John and I, the last two weeks. We're going to talk about that a little bit. It's been pretty intense, pretty insane. Phenomenal. <laughs> Um, we're sipping on a little, I'm sipping on a little old fashioned as we're doing this this evening. What do you have, John? I've got myself uh, a bot. I got scotch. And I don't know if I say it right, but it's Kilchoman or Kilcham or something like that. That's my favorite. I don't know how to pronounce it. I know what I know when I see it. And Where's it's, it from? it's my go to scotch. What is it? Uh, that, that's a great question. Hold on. You need oh. to talk for a second. I'll look at it because I don't know. But it's like sort of peaty, but it, it's like right down the road. You've had it. It's like an island. Yeah, no, I love it. It's very good. Yeah, very good. Yeah, well, so here's this one. This is, um, guys, this story real quick, we're going to just share. Um, and I just want you to listen. Hold on. Uh, oh, some of the best sound in the in the whole world. A little pop there. Um, and let me just say this before we get started. So all of you that are offended already at, at this podcast, hey, you've got to be as free to say no to drinking as you do to say yes to drinking. It's the same yes. freedom. If you have an addiction, an abuse problem, if you're drinking to numb and not deal with your pain, uh, then yeah, you need to not be drinking. If If you can enjoy and sip and sit around a fire with a buddy, sit on a podcast, and, and again, we know that being made in the image of God is knowing when to say enough. And so when you've reached that point where you say that's enough um, and you can you can manage that before the Father, full freedom. And so, yes, and I've seen a lot of people get free uh, that believe they were alcoholics um, and God freed them. And they're, they're allowed to sip some wine occasionally and just go easy on it. And so, and by the way, I've got trains and a big thunderstorm going on outside right now here in Colorado Springs. <laughs> So, so John, we walk, we're in, we're in, we're going to get to this, but we got to tell this quick story. We're in Jackson hole and, yep. and Lisa's staying down there and, um, and we get done with the the men's deal. And we'll talk about that for a few minutes, but we walk into this shop, tell a little bit of that story. Some phenomenal. Well, so, so yes, yeah, so we're, we're down there doing the, the event. And so I got to hang out with Lisa on Friday while you were doing like staff stuff. My wife Lisa was there with us and she stayed in Jackson mm -hmm. hole while we were out in some cabins uh, with wild courage, but yeah, go ahead. Yeah. And so we, you know, we made, we made a day of it because I'm, I'm not going to sit and wait for leaders to be done being leaders because they don't know how to do that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. That's just that's just funny to me in my head. So sometimes I say some dumb stuff. So just yeah. deal with it. Yeah, we know. But I, I yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so hanging out with your wife, we we ate at a cafe cafe in Jackson, which was awesome. You know, I, women in cafes to me, I think that it's like hands. Like everybody needs hands, right? We all need fingers and hands. It's like they just go together. You know, it's like women white and black and cafes and go cafe. together. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, no, if you don't know how to take your wife out, find a, a cafe that looks dainty, that serves a decent something, you know, bread yeah. or coffee, right. and you're right. going to be fine. Beautiful. You're going to be fine. Good French dip. So we did that. Some killer oh, pan bro. cut fries. You got your wife. They hot. had the 
they had the best fries there too. And Lisa, she got like a salad. And I was like, no, we're going all the way. I'm getting fries. <laughs> so anyway, this is not even what we're talking about. But so from there, you know, I still had a couple hours to burn and you were there and you and I were texting back and forth. Well, actually at this point we weren't, but uh, so I needed scotch. I need scotch. I mean, we have to debrief. I mean, this is one thing that G and I do. We do all the time. Right. Is no matter what we're doing, I don't care if we're on vacation or if we're in the, the coal mines, I have to have an hour or two at the end of the night. And, you know, it's just, let me go through the day. I do this with my wife. I do it with you. And I think that's it. I think you're the only two people that I debrief with. Um, and let, me, let me just stop you. Know, let's, let's talk about how important that is. And and I don't really like the word debrief because we way overused it in AIM and the world race and everything was debrief. And I, every time somebody came to debrief me, I knew I was going to get rebuked for something. Right. Um, <laughs> well, the way that, that, that John, that John and I process the days and I, and we're going to talk about this. We had some intense ministry days the last couple of weeks, some on the beach in Florida and then some in the mountains, the Tetons in Wyoming, uh, extremely intense. Some of the most intense in my 30 years of ministry. Um, and so, but when, at the end of the day and for us in, both locations these last two weeks, probably 11, 1130. By the time we're done ministering, we get a nice glass of scotch and we sit, maybe smoke a cigar and we just process. We talk about what happened, what Holy Spirit was doing, how the father was moving in, in our hearts and in people's hearts. And man, sometimes we'll go We and, and Wyoming went till 1 a.m., you know, most mornings. <laughs> um, and it's yeah. just incredible because our hearts just connect. We settle our spirit. We, once we get it out and we can talk about it, um, and again, very intense stuff, um, we can sleep well. And then we were up, yeah. you know, five o'clock every morning, going back at it ever again. Mm -hmm. And so, so yeah. you walk, we walk into this shop in oh, Jackson bro. Hole, and you can taste. It's a tasting shop, old fashions and scotches, and and they blend their own and they make their own stuff, and you can just sip it and try it. It's it's kind of yes. like a little heaven. Yeah, well, it is. It is heaven. And, you know, and I have to give a disclaimer. I'm not a big blended guy. And she kind of took me, the the lady that's running the show up there, and I forget the name of it, but it's right downtown. It's like in the square of Jackson Hole. Yep. You're there, find it. You got to go there. This lady the moved from Yeah. She moved from California and she's running this. But she explained to me that that these master blenders, their whole job is to take things together that shouldn't be together and blend them in such a way that they become a master uh, yeah. distiller. And she, I mean, we're we're in there sampling scotches, bourbons that they've 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 distilled together. They they have wine, they have tequila, which she was trying to get me to go to the tequila, and I was like, I can't no, do no. this. This no. this is not Jackson Hole. Is not tequila. That doesn't hey, make hey, sense. Hey, man, to my let brain. me give you let me give you uh, some quick advice as an old man. Um, every time my wife drinks tequila, I turn into an asshole. So let that sink in a little bit. So, so she doesn't drink tequila. If you get my drift, every time she drinks it, I'm a jerk somehow. And so we don't go there, but anyway, yeah, the shop was mind blowing, right? Oh, bro. So we, yeah, so we picked up, so I picked up a bottle the first that Friday and took it and that's what we sipped on. For the, the weekend. for the couple days yeah, through the weekend. And then we hit it back again on Sunday and that's what you're drinking now. Yeah. And the old so good. It's so good. It's such a good old fashioned. All right, let's back up. So 
a couple weeks ago, uh, we, we go down to Florida. Um, we're meeting with the Prophetic uh, team for Index Coin, this crypto project that we've launched. Um, the, some of the ops guys were there. A couple of our consultants, one from Canada, uh, Texas, um, this came from around the, the country. And it was just to come together and pray and listen. We brought in a really cool dream guy named Matt, Mike Maddox. Just Steven, one year old. John Paul Jackson's disciples. If you guys know who John Paul Jackson is, if you don't go look him up and watch some of his videos. Uh, I, I had the privilege of being on a on extended staff with him at Metro Christian Fellowship back in the 90s. A Mike Bickle thing um, way back when we launched our first ministry. And so and, and it was really cool because Steve's and mine's story were so parallel and there were so many incredible encounters where the father would just walk in the room and, and you guys would sit me and Steve in chairs and our wives, Lisa and, and Jenny, and pray for us and just ask for the father's blessing. And and uh, and so, you know, we gathered. We didn't know what to expect. And Holy Spirit just kept showing up. And guys, I'm serious, like so intensely, like we would be waterlogged in the jacuzzi and pool until after midnight, um, breaking soul ties and ministering to one another and dealing with demonic stuff and breaking religion off of people and you know their crazy thoughts of theology and eschatology. And we just had these incredible, intense Holy Spirit moments, but then we also had a lot of fun, right? Oh, bro. So much fun. So much fun, man. It's Florida. We were in Tampa. It was great. And I, I, everybody, like you say it well, and it's the thought that hit me while you were talking is if this whole thing is about getting the family back, we have to gather. Cause I mean, we got people scattered, like you said, Texas, Canada, all over the United States, and we have to get together. We have to break bread. We have to be in the room to feel each other, to sense, you know, just to be around the community of being around and learn how to do this together. Absolutely. Because you can't grow, you can't grow anything without, I mean, you can, but it, it's just, it's, it's like, it's lacking. Not completely. Yeah. If you can't get together yeah. in the flesh, get around the table, break some bread, drink some really good wine, enjoy a nice cigar and, and just allow the father to walk in the room and father the situation. Um, I don't know how you do this. I can't do the zoom thing. Um, and obviously we all had to through COVID and I think it stole a whole bunch from the body of Christ. And I think we missed it. Uh, we can talk about that on a later podcast as the body of Christ um, and the opportunity God was trying to give us in there to stand up and do some stuff. But um, anyway, the big takeaway, and I want to talk about that is, you know, we're in this project. We've got a lot of criticism, a lot of uh, hate. Um, some of our own people have stepped aside and walked away. Um, and the reason we came together was to come into unity, into oneness. And, and it's really interesting, guys, but um, John and I have, you know, we've been a part of this prophetic, um, what we call CPO, this chief prophetic officer team um, for the index coin and kingdom wealth exchange for over a year and a half now, about a year and a half. Right. And um, so the, the thing we forgot and didn't think about. And my mic is falling. If you're watching video, stuff is falling. It's so good. Um, I love that it's falling. <laughs> yeah, it needs to fall. Um, Mike's got to go. So, um, but the cool thing is, is we created such an intimacy with one another. And, it, you know, it's Eli and Caitlin and me and Johnny and and David Reyes joined us later and Amanda and Nathaniel, right? And we had a couple other people come and, come and go. But we prayed together 
at midnight some nights, uh, most mornings, right? We've been praying together the last six days in a row, every morning. Um, and what we didn't realize is that intimacy was so strong and that oneness and that trust became so strong that we would all come together and we'd get a word of the Lord or we'd hear somebody have some, an idea and then we'd want to get the text, the scripture that would back that up. Mm-hmm. And then we'd say, we're with you. Like make the decision. Okay. There's headship, right? So the CEO and the CFO of the company, you guys make the decision. Here's what we're hearing together. And it's been so cool and so hard. Yes. And uh-huh. and we've seen so many miracles and so many things birth. When we've come to the end and we're standing in the water and we need the, the, the waters to part, right? So that we can walk through that birth canal. Uh, like Moses did, he raised his staff, right? And, and 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 right now we're on this Gideon thing, right? The sword of the Lord and Gideon, <laughs> like he's just shaved down our little army. And without him, this project doesn't go. It doesn't happen. Right. If you're if you're working on something in your life, and we learned this from the Wild Courage guys as well, where you're saying I'm dreaming big, but because of your hard work and your persistence. And you can get it done and you finally get there. That's not big enough. If it's not so big that it's not going to take a radical supernatural move of God to make it happen, then why are you doing it? It's boring. Yeah. What's the point? I mean, if you can accomplish it on your own, where where does the glory go at the point that you can accomplish everything that you're wanting? You don't need faith. It goes right back. Yeah. You don't need faith. You know, Eli says that a bunch. He goes, what is... What is the opposite of faith? Being able to actually see it, being able to walk, walk through it. Now, we see with faith as well, but I know what he's saying. Like, if you could see A, B, and C to get to your dream, then there's not very much faith in that. Right. There's actually probably no faith in that because you're going to do A to B to C to get there, right? It's just if not going to happen. you can see it, it's not faith. Yes. The opposite of faith is sight. Right. Yes. If you can't see it, Jesus says, when I return, am I going to find faith on earth? And yes. if you can see it and you can manage it and you can control it, man, I don't want anything to do with that. You know, I, it's that, mm. the, the whole thing we've talked about, I love liminal space where we don't know where we are. We're in the hallway. We don't know where the hell we're going, but we know the father does. And we know he's a really good, good father. And we get yes. to repentance, which again, repentance just means getting back to our original design. We were born in yep. goodness. Right. And then we believe that and trust that. And then father keeps showing up. He keeps yes, he, doing it. And we're like keeps standing back in awe. And I'm talking, bro, right? Radical criticism. <laughs> like crazy stuff's going on right now all around us. And we get on today uh, about all this with these generals, with these big time dudes that have been in ministry for very, very many years, have been in business, have owned multi-billion dollar stuff. And they're like, you guys are exactly right on time and on track because God's doing this and you're not going to get the credit. He's going to get the credit. Yeah. I mean, there's not much else to say, but, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's the point, you know, and we, and I, I just had that thought too. It's, you know, it's like, you and I were talking this week and last week, and I was like, it's, it's incredible how intensely God is quiet about a very certain thing. How is this going to play out? But he's incredibly loud with everything around me or around you. There's, there's, there's a loudness. And I don't mean like loud, like you got to get away from it. But I think that's part of the point of faith is when you're walking something out and you can't see it 
at all. It hasn't come to fruition. You're not, you know, you're, you're, you're hoping in this thing. It's almost like then God changes the way I'm seeing things. And, and I see what he's doing around me. I mm. see what he's doing in the wild courage guys. I see in Florida how he's challenging little, little things, but he's also bringing us together and we're breaking bread and we're talking through and we're weeping. Also we're praying for somebody that needs prayer. I see it in my boys when they're, they're going through school or they're going through their daily activities. I slow down. I see it. Like I had this situation the other day and you, your thought was just like a, like stuck in my brain. There's no such thing as minor disobedience. Mm. And, and I'm just wrestling with that. And not, I wasn't wrestling with it. I was just chewing on it actually. And I'm on a call, been to this house several times in my life. On and a, fi- on a yeah, I'm on a fireman call. Yeah, yeah, I'm on yeah. duty. And um, and that just reminds me, I need to call that guy. Carlos, if you're listening, I'm, I'm, you're on the radar. I'm going to call you. So the guy from Washington, I yeah. need to talk to him because yeah, yeah. some of the stuff he was saying was amazing. Anyway, so I'm sitting there and this this lady, and she's in her 60s. She's just been through the ring. Her husband got this disease. It was random. It was late in life. He was completely healthy, working all the time, normal guy. And now she's for the last year and a half has been forced to have to help him do every single thing in his life. He can't mm-hmm. do anything. And now he needed to go to the hospital for another procedure. It's just one thing on top of the other. And I hear the Holy spirit tell me directly, give her a hug. Hmm. And so now I'm, a, you know, I'm on duty. It's not, I mean, I've been hugged by people before, but to go out of your way in front of all the guys in front of this patient. And of course there's several people in the house and to hug her it, it challenged me a little bit. I sat there and I was like, okay, Lord. And I just waited. And finally there was a moment because he, I heard it. And then I waited for the moment mm. and finally had this moment. And I walked over and I was like, can I give you a hug? And she just, she actually broke down and I put my arm around her and I was like, I see what you're going through. And I know it's hard. I know mm. it's hard. I see it. And I just, it was just, I don't know what it's going to do for her. you. Know my whole point in saying that, yeah. I knew it was the Holy spirit and it's, it's, when you're wrestling like we are wrestling with stuff and we're going through the ringer, sometimes your faith takes your, perspe- your perspective away from yourself and what you're facing. And it brings it back to what the father's doing around you. Yes. In the moment, because in that's the people the- around you. Yeah, I, yes, I missed that- one. Uh, as you're saying this, John, I just want to be vulnerable here a second. I, I missed one of those moments a couple mornings ago. We were on a really intense call. Um, I was with a couple of the guys that have stepped away from um, index coin and they're wrestling with their own stuff, which I love. I love these men so much. Um, yes. I'm on the call with them. It's extremely intense. And I am walking the damn dog, right? Like Joey and or champ, whatever the hell his name is. And I, <laughs> and I, I, I was walking on the sidewalk and there's this old couple in their broken down van in a parking lot and they were fighting. And the Holy spirit said, go over there and pray for them. Stop the call, go pray. And I went, uh, and I just kept walking. And I knew I missed it. You know, it's that moment you're going, you know, and, and, and I think, you know, obviously there's grace for that. We're not perfect, you know, in all of that, but I knew it. And and I want that to lead this, lead us into, you know, our wild courage time. So we're at our index time in Florida. Um, Guys, I just, again, we want to encourage you get to the table. If you have any conflict in your life with anyone, just get to the table. Don't solve it through text or email or anything like that. Even Zoom, you know, it works, but not if you can get to the table, you can break some bread, you can drink some wine, you can see into each other's hearts and eyes. Um, it changes everything. 
So I'm just going to say that and leave that there. I mean, Andrew Shearman taught me that clearly, right? <clears throat> he just doesn't do phone. Yeah. It's like, we're going to get together and we're going to break covenant scotch together uh, around the same table. So it shifts. We're home a couple of days. We head up to Wyoming. M- most beautiful place in the lower 48s. I think the Tetons, you know, the grizzly bears, the moose, the elk. I mean, it's just unreal. Right. And Jackson hole, what an incredible city. If you've not been there, go there, not and try to miss the middle of the summer. I guess it gets crazy, but um, so we get there and now these are our wild courage guys and we love them to, to death. Jeremy, doc, Brian, um, all the boys, um, real cowboys, like number one ropers and bareback riders and all the things around the world, out of the country. And, um, so there's 17 of us leaders and we gather on Thursday night, um, just as leaders, just to go around and do wild courage. And, I'm going to, I think I have to start one here, John. I don't want to confess that yet, but um, you know, it's just a round of fire. And the first guy goes and just says, here's where I'm at today, right now. Like I had a really crappy week. I'm a, I feel like I'm a three on a scale to 10 and they just bear their hearts in vulnerability. And then we come around them and we can, you know, but nobody gets to talk about what they do for a living or they, nobody gets the stage of how to preach. Right. But you just go share your hearts. And, and John and I have been able to experience this, right? We've talked about this a couple of times at Emmett. Um, so it's just the leaders and they're going around the circle. And I know I'm not going to share. I know something's up and some deep vulnerable things. These men, men are sharing. I'm learning from a pretty famous guy that has a big podcast. He's with us and he's ministering to these guys and um, I'm learning some things. It was really cool for me. Uh, and it comes around to a young guy of mid forties Um and he just starts sharing how he can't feel the love of God. Like for years and years now, his, him and his wife have gone to emotional intelligence and other things besides God. I have some local guys here, G42 people who have said, look, my shroom people are way better than the Christian people and the church people. Cause at least they're being honest and they're just gathering yeah. people on psychedelics instead of going, you know, anyway, I, <laughs> I want to be careful there and not digress too much. Right. Um, and uh, this guy just starts saying, if I, if I don't have God physically stand in front of me and hug me, F you people, I'm done. I don't ever want another hug from a human being. And he just kind of droned. And one of our young guys that we love and uh, just kind of opened a gate, just start loving on him a little bit, but kind of intense. And then Holy Spirit comes down to no such thing as minor disobedience. <laughs> says, Black, go stand up and slap him. Now, let me back that up real quick for some of you new that don't know me. Um, Andrew Sherman started this many, many years ago. Him and I, if we see apathy on young men, if we see a demonic thing, if we see something, we'll just go smack them and then just love them and father them into some freedom. And that's just something we've done. And of course, never hit a girl, uh, kicked a few <laughs> bottoms of feet, right? Of, of, um, of apathetic spirits sitting on a woman. But for young men, sometimes... We just need a good punch. Like, I promise you, if you're a dad and you have young boys, you you got to allow them to get into at least one fight, get their nose busted at least once, right? A little bloody nose and a, a nice punch just so you know you can take it is is really important. And so gets to this guy, I stand up and I, you know, I just ask him, I said, do you believe in the second coming? And he said, what? I don't know. And I said, do you believe in the second coming? And he goes, I don't fucking know. 
And I slapped him. I tagged him. And I said, well, when I, I said, Jesus is coming back. And when I got out of bed this morning, the second coming happened. I'm here to hug you. And he looked at me and I said his name. And, but then I said his birth name. God said it to me. And man, he just fell and he came up manifesting uh, one of the deepest, strongest manifestations I've ever seen in 30 years of ministry. And from Africa to India to Cambodia to wherever, it was a full-on manifestation of a demonic spirit. And if you don't believe this, if you've not faced demons, he's been hiding really well for the last 20 years or so, uh, especially in America. Um, I promise you, uh, the best thing you could do is go get Rick Joyner's book. Um, what's the book, John? Um, I don't know. I oh, know what you're God. talking about, but I so oh, good. Oh, it's so good. Uh, it's a very easy to read. Um, I'll think of it while we're talking. Anyway, a lot of Christians, by the way, are demonically possessed. And all possession oh, yeah. is that demons attach themselves to us. Right. When we confess something over and over, I am addicted. I am addicted. I am addicted. It literally opens the door for an, a, a de demonic version of that to come and attach itself to us. So then we really are addicted. Right. Yep. We Yo, believe bro. it at such a deep level. Anyway, that's what happened. It was a couple hours. I walked this guy through many different demons, the deliverance incredible i was so exhausted i lost my feet i was glad you weren't there john because i knew you would have tried to stand up and stop it or protect me in it because it got really <laughs> intense uh, and a lot of these cowboys had never seen any of that before um and so it it just started the weekend off at a whole other level than what i expected oh yeah are you kidding me well too like this this is the same time i'm hanging out with with lisa and we get the text like afterwards and, but what I want to tie something in because I was going to go down my story, but that, that doesn't matter here or there. Cause I would have been, I would have tried to help and do whatever. Yeah. Uh, but what I love is what you told me that your dad said to you. And this is one of the points of mandate four, five, six is it's about all the generations coming together. It's not just one man or one woman with all the information. That's, That's not right. what I see on the earth. Yeah. And so we have to gather around and Dwayne sent you a text about this. He's like, I think, it, well, you know it. I didn't, I didn't read it. Well, while, me, while we were driving it? to Wyoming, Lisa and I, um, my dad sent me a text and he said, I feel like this weekend is going to be the same anointing that I used to walk in in Africa. And so my dad as a businessman planted churches in Africa. He'd sneak in music equipment and speakers and stuff so they could preach in the jungle, in the bush and people would come out and there were times when they were doing pastoral training of Kenyan pastors that hundreds of demons would literally manifest and fly out the windows while they were preaching and teaching and ministering. And he said, God said to him, text me, he said, you're going to have the same anointing that I had in Africa this weekend in Wyoming, which I'm like, uh, okay. Cause I've dealt with a lot of demonics through the years. Um, and I, you know, it's not, it, sometimes it can be intimidating. And I'll be honest, I was intimidated um, in that room that day, that, that Thursday. I, there was two times I wish I could have, you know, tapped out and somebody would have stepped in, but I knew nobody knew. And, and so it just created in me. And at one point, this demon literally looked at me and it knew how my son died. It told me how Michael died. And it was there when Michael died. Now, this man knew nothing of me that I know of. I don't know if he knows yes. my story, if he'd listened to a podcast or something, but this demon literally looked at me and said to me, I knew your son named him and I know how I killed him and did a sign. 
And man, it just, man, I came, my spirit man just came so alive. Right. And intense. Mm -hmm. And this man is such a beautiful man. I mean, yes, incredible, incredible. Right. But the intensity of that it's, I'm still not fully (laughs) recovered. Right. It's taken me a few days here just to get my energy back because it just stayed intense. Right. So we go into the weekend and all the men start coming, right? 30 some guys show up all in their big ass, beautiful trucks from Alberta, yes. Canada and Winnipeg and Oregon and California, all from all over the country, Oklahoma. Yeah. Right. And all these boys show up, not knowing what to expect. Most of them scared out of their minds going, what the hell's you know, this going to be. And man, what a beautiful weekend. Oh, bro. It was incredible. And it's, you know, so what, and it's not about wild courage, but I love, if you guys are around something with wild courage, you should connect to to this because it's not that it's a full and complete answer, but what Jeremy and doc and, and, and Brian, what, what they have done is create a space for God just to do what he wants to do. Yes. And it, it is, it's one of the things that I love the most about these guys is there's a humility about them that they're called to do this and they're going to love guys, whether you're right at the beginning, you've been trudging through the dirt in the middle of your life or you're close to the end of the life. And I, I just love, I love God. And so when I see that God is allowed to do what he wants to do, I love it. I love it. And this is what I see over the weekends. This is what I saw in Emmett. Uh, It's what I saw over in Jackson hole. And it's interesting to me that the time in the season that we're in, you had this demon encounter. And I keep thinking of that verse where Jesus says, you know, they're challenging him in the Bible and they're saying, Hey, you know, you're casting him out by Beelzebub. And, you know, Jesus gives his famous deal about a kingdom divided cannot stand. Right. And when that happens, Satan will flee. And so there is a moment where that kingdom will not be uh, united, that that kingdom is going to be divided. Um, but he says, by the finger of God, and that's what I wanted to hit on, by the finger of God, I'm doing these things. And that's what we're starting to experience. Yeah. And it's not something to run away from, but it's something to have a, a a full understanding in your heart that it is the Father doing this. This is what he wants to do. He wants to bring people back into the family, like what we were talking about in Florida. And he's doing this on a scale that I have not seen in my life yet. I've never seen anything. I'm 42 I've never seen anything like this. I've never heard. I've seen ministries. I've seen groups of people gather around a similar call. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm seeing God finger begin to move. And I think this is what we're on the doorstep of it. But the point of it is not, I'm I'm fascinated by this stuff. I want to see all that. I want to experience it. I want to do it. But it's the point of he's showing us how to bring people in. And he's empowering us to do that. Yes. And that is the point. That's the point of mandate four, five, six. That's the point of my life. It's, it's seeing these groups of people come together and understand that God, the father is fathering us. Jesus is walking us through this day by day. And we live by the spirit. Yep. This is how this works. Well, and, and that's it's, it's what we cool. see. It, and it's always led by love. Right. And let's mm-hmm. back up real quick to Florida. Uh, see Maddox, uh, one of the older guys there, he kept saying as he was interviewing people all weekend, uh, you know, this Gary's dad is the key to this. Gary's dad is the key to this. And so we're seeing it. It's a generational thing that happened in Florida and it happened in, in Jackson. And so we know that the mandate and look, when it's a mandate, you don't get to let it go. 
So mandate four, five, six is Malachi four, five, and six. It's the turning of the hearts of the generations towards one another that we come into oneness. I think unity is too soft of a word. What we're learning in our Mm. prophetic team and what we're doing with index and everything we're doing now, we're submitting everything to this is we're, we're, we're in one spirit. We're in one heart. And if we can multiply and replicate, I guess replicates probably better, right? That. How do we do this and love one another really well? And when one of us is down, the others are there. If one of us doesn't like something, say it, truth and love with gloves down so we can hear you. And then we're literally getting back to oneness, unity and oneness, right? Is that what you're saying? Oh, bro. Well, yeah. And, you know, and I, and I don't want to say that I'm getting this all by my my wife. I, I just want to plug my wife for a second. She hears God so clearly. It, I love how God speaks to my wife. And, you know, one of the things that she was picking up in Florida, and I don't know why I'm always looking into the space. I've noticed that I, when I start to talk, I look up like I'm talking to somebody. Um, um, but she had this sense and she goes, you know, we need to start bringing our kids and our grandparents. They all need to come around this deal about sewing. And, and she's been talking to me over and over and over, but that's what I was kind of hitting on, but I didn't say it as well as she did. You have to bring everybody in. I have to let my 10-year-olds wrestle with this. He's not going to do everything right, according to me, but it could be everything right according to his father, mm. to God. And what I love about it is, is going through this Bama, learning about trusting the story, learning about why these things were written the way they were written. And the fact that these people carried that story still blows my mind. They wrote it down. They carried it through. So that we could have it today. The SEM. And there's a sense of honor. Yeah. Yes. There's an honor in me for that because that is incredible. But the disciples were, they were 11, 12, 13, and they're doing this thing. And I've got a I've got a 10-year-old and a 14-year-old. They have to come in. I've right. got to let them experience this. And we've got to walk this out together. If it is a multi-generational thing, I have to be willing to bring them in and not try to shield and protect them from this, knowing that the, that God will protect them the way they need to be protected and they need to be exposed to these things because they need to see these things. They need to see it. And that's, they need to see it. They need to experience it. How that plays out. I have no idea where we're, this is where we're at right now. I'm, I'm right. learning as I'm going, you know, I tell my son all the time, I, I don't know how to raise a 15 year old because he's almost 15. I'm going to have to learn on the job. I, yeah. I don't know what I'm doing. We're going to do this together, you babe. Know? Yeah. And, 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 yeah. and again, look, we're going to wrap things up here. You know, John and I at the beginning of the year, we we knew we were supposed to start this podcast. Um, we we knew journeyman is a thing. You know, we don't know what that looks like fully yet. Um, that's all we knew, and we knew we wanted to do ministry together. Again, we yep. wanted to come together and be in places together and watch the Father move. And man, to watch you, bro, with those guys because we broke out into small groups through the whole weekend. And John just walked people into their hearts and through their hearts. And it was just a powerful uh, thing. And I just saw your spirit, man, kind of increase and become alive. And I saw John becoming more of who John is, right? When we're just ourselves, we're the best we'll ever be. And I was so proud and so happy and just loved that, right? And the time you got with Lisa and the time we got to have after, you know, and and in that space. But um, I think... The main thing for me, guys, is John and I now been able to do this. I mean, it's been incredible this year. I four times, five times, four times, um, four times, right. times With, yeah. without finance, without knowing how to pay for things, without planning them, 
literally we'll get a, we'll get a thought or a text or somebody says something the week before and we'll like, see you there. And that's how the year's gone so far. And we're just, you know, May 10th, right? We don't even know what the rest of the year is going to look like. Um, but we know God's doing this on the planet. And, and again, it's hiddenness. Um, yeah. And today I'm on a call with some big, big famous, you know, Christian guys. And I'm like, you know, this is incredible what God's doing. He's just, he's doing something. And I'm really safe um, with being hidden, right? I, I'm just so safe with that, finally, in yes. my life. And the last thing I want to say about the Wild Courage Weekend is and when it was all done, they're, they have a culture of honor. They have a culture uh, of integrity. It's beautiful the way they've done this. Um, vulnerability is, I've never seen anything like it. But Doc, who's one of my favorite people in the world, Mike Evanson, um, I'll just a shout out to him. He came to me and him and his daughter had gone shopping for a hammer before the event. And he knew he was supposed to give me this hammer. And he said, you you tear people down and then you build them back up all at the same time. And he's sobbing, of course, because he doesn't do anything but cry. Um, but he reminded me, he said, you told me a story of in 2015 when you were walking the Camino with the World Race Squad and you were walking with a little girl and the guys were texting you from the Azusa Street call, 185,000 people, you should be here. And I'm like, yeah, damn it, I should be there. And God stopped me and said, you're going to walk this dirty, dusty road for the rest of your life. You never need the yes. state again, right? And Doc said that to me. And then I said back to him, you are my dirty, dusty road. Like, I'm in. Like, I'm here to serve you guys. I'm not here to take over, to do anything. I don't need to be on a board. I don't, you know, all the bullshit that we try to do and build. And it's enough, guys. Let me just say this. To have relationship and what God's done with Johnny and I uh, of 20-some years of being in each other's lives. Like, I sent him a photo today from the old Rock the Nations when he was, <laughs> you were 18 and 19 in that photo, right? Horrible, bro, bro, bro. Dude, I gotta interrupt. That, that was so bad. Did you see how big those pants were? They were like dude, you're so slacks sexy. that could dude, they were horrible. And that oh. that stuff. Oh my god. Come I'm on. not showing my wife. Well, Hello. she was in the thread, but it was hideous, man. It was so <laughs> bad style. I just but I'm thinking back through all the years and all the relationships, and you know, this is an incredible season for us, and there's hundreds of seasons in life. Um, and 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 just trusting the story of what God's doing, right? In your life, guys, what's God doing that you can't see? You said something to me earlier today, John, and I want you to repeat it. You find God in everything. How did you How did you say that? That's interesting. Well, it's, it's. Uh, I don't even know how I said it. Let me think about, let me see if I you can. Just, you just said, I see God in my boys. I see God when I'm driving in my truck. I see, I find yeah. him. Because people say to us all the time, I just can't find God anymore. You know, I, I just want him and and you oh, find him. Yeah. Go ahead. It's uh well, and I want to, there's something the Holy Spirit just told me uh, a few minutes ago that I want to say, and I think it will help make this make sense. Like vulnerability isn't a great, it's a great thing. And we should be vulnerable. We, we should do this. We have never known how to be, but, but yes, there's more. Yes. The, there's more to this. There it is just being vulnerable does not put you into your heart. I want to say that again, being vulnerable does not put you into your heart. Good. Okay. What gets you into the heart faster than anything else is what Paul said in Corinthians. Give, start talking about what you're affectionate about. Give out your affections and you will get into your heart. I'm telling you guys, I've experienced it. 
I do it with my wife. We sit, we get present, and I just start telling her what I love about her. And I'm immediately in my heart. And so I, I try to live uh, by God's grace every day in my heart. And so I see my, the thing that, you know, we, we talked about on this series a while back, Elijah and the feeding of the ravens and different things like that. God speaks to me through birds now. Like, and I see doves and I see ravens and I'm like, oh God, I see you. I see you. And that's what starts to happen. I start seeing God, like when Boston comes home and it's been a tough day and he's like, dad, I just tried really hard. And I look at him and he gets, he gets present, gets into his heart. I'm like, oh, I see you, Jesus. I see my son's heart. Yeah, it's, and that's how again, that works. guys don't get weird on us theologically. It's it's God is is really in everything around us. It, it's yes. not that He's the tree and He's not you know all the you know right. again. It's that we find Him in people's hearts, and it's yes. always relationship. And by the way, the Rick Joyner book is Final Quest. Make sure to get it if you there just want to understand the demonic. It's a fictional, but it will help you and teach you. Okay. Guys, if you're if you're listening to this, M456, we're on Spotify, SoundCloud, all over the place, Apple. If you're watching on um, uh, Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash Gary and Lisa Black, the video, we'll post this on our journeyman. We are switching our journeyman. I know we've talked about this a little bit, but I think Ray has about got it ready um, off of the Mighty Networks um, app and onto just Facebook. Um, and we'll have like some, all the videos and courses and everything there available to whoever wants it, however deep you want to go. And um, we're going to keep plowing. We're going to keep doing this. We're going to keep sharing story. Um, what John and I have probably learned the most this year is that our story matters and other people's story really matter. And everybody has a story. It's shocking, right? And I'd love to get Maddox on here. Maybe we'll get him on the next one and let him share the story of when they lost the son and then they met him in the desert. Um, I would love for him to share that story with you guys because it's profound, yeah. probably more profound to me uh, than most just be, and, and, and those of us that have lost children because I have met Michael in different scenarios. And so, buddy, I love doing this with you, man. Love it. Love Come it on. so much. Join the journeyman.com. <laughs> Uh, whatever, come join us, give us some feedback, let us know uh, what you'd love to hear and what's ministering to your heart. God bless you guys. Any last thoughts, John? Oh man, no, I don't have too many thoughts right now. I'm pretty, I'm pretty chill. So <laughs> I think we should do this like the Bama guys do like the off thing after the credit, like, and they're just talking, they're just bullshitting with each other. Ah, oh, enjoy this, bud. Thank you so much. Absolutely. All right, man.